Sweet Talk is a weekly 20-minute podcast brought to you by the Continuing Education Workforce Training Division of Idaho State University's College of Technology. This podcast is part of our continuing outreach efforts, and the format is conversation. We're having conversations with businesses, professionals, entrepreneurs, community agencies, and in all cases, difference makers. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. So subscribe today. Take 20 minutes and hear from people living in your community who are making a difference in your community. It's time to get started with Sweet Talk. Hello, everyone. This is Jason Batalden at uh, Continuing Education Workforce Training, and this is Sweet Talk. Um, Paul, you're on the show today, as always. Yes, Good to as see you. always. Yes, thank you. How are you doing today? I'm, you know what, I'm doing well. Uh, do you remember when we were sh- recording podcast episodes and we were looking out our window and it was snowing? Yes. Blowing and there was ice everywhere. Well, that's not happening today. So I'm in a good mood. I don't know yeah. about everyone else. It's, it's, it's a wonderful sunny day today. Um, I was actually out doing, a, I had to go deliver some flyers to local electrical um, supply houses for a class that we have coming up. And I, so I was out driving around in the sunshine. You know, driving around is a rarity nowadays anyway. <laughs> right. right. Um, and it was nice getting out there and uh, actually seeing other people than home and work. <laughs> Right. Right. Well, good. Had some adventures today out of the house. Yes. That's good. Hey, uh, a little quick reminder for everyone. Uh, We've got that special podcast series going on. And so it's called Uh, Podcasting. (laughs) No, see, you podcast about podcasting by podcasters. There you go. There we go. So uh, we've been doing the show now for three seasons. And so uh, we decided to put together a special series to help people if they're interested in starting their own podcast. We highly ask, uh, encourage you to check it out. There's some great information on that, and it's right here on our Sweet Talk page. And as always, you can get a hold of us if you want to. But that's and, not what we're here to talk. Oh, go ahead, Paul. Sorry. And we're posting that the last uh, week of the month. Yeah, last uh, Friday. It's a month. multi-part series. Post the last week of the month. Great. Right on. So, but that's not what we're here to talk about today. We have actually a continuation of a series that we started, um, and it was Every Student Has a Story. And so Sharice Brown is here with us today. Hello, Sharice. Hello. Good to be here. Good to see you again. Sharice, for um, someone who might be tuning in for the first time and not met you before, could you do a little introduction of yourself? You bet. So my name is Sharice Brown. I am the director of the START program here at ASU. Uh, We are a free college prep program for anyone with their GED or diploma. Doesn't matter what age. We've had 18 to 55-year-olds in our cohort. So anyone who just just really wants to get back into school and they're afraid because they haven't done math forever or written a paper or their computer skills need polished or, you know, they need some self-esteem, that's what we do. We work with them for a semester and get them very college ready. Excellent. And Sharice, you have got a special guest today um, yes. on, so could you ha- uh, introduce her? And, and Yes, we have a super special guest today. We have Diamond super. with us. Uh, we just finished cohort 26. Diamond was a START student in cohort 23. So just a few semesters ago, she has recently been a mentor for our program. 
And she just has such an inspiring story. She's such an inspiring person. So when I think of every student has a story, uh, Diamond's name just kept coming up. So I reached out to Jason and said, I have someone. And so um, here she is, and she can surely do a better introduction of herself than I can. So Diamond, welcome to the show. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Um, Charisse tends to toot my horn more than I do. <laughs> That's fair. I'm, I'm guilty of that. <laughs> but then again, we, we tend to toot her horn a lot more than what she does. So well, that's, that's true. That's but... also fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, I met Charisse when I finally decided that I needed to go back to college. Um, I'm a mom of four. Technically, I'm a mom of five, but I only have four at home with me. Um, I've homeschooled my soon-to-be graduating high school senior for nine years, so I'd kind of been doing the academic stuff, but it was never for me. It was always for my kids. Um, I didn't think I was good enough. I didn't think that I was smart enough or that I was worth an education. Oh, wow. Um, I grew up in a very um, abusive home. My mother was mentally ill and I was the brunt of her abuse. So oh. I was I was less than less than the scum of the earth for her. So that kind of got ingrained in my head. And then my first husband was killed in a car accident when I was 24. So 13 years ago. Yeah, we're coming up on 13 years. And I was left with my now graduating senior. It's It was her father. We were kind of left out in the middle of nowhere, you know, kind of hanging. Then I got into a very abusive relationship and had my second child. And again, it was, you know, back ingrained in my head that I wasn't worth it. And life was, you know, I, I had the best. I had the best of what I was going to get. And the best was being somebody's victim. And then I met my current husband and that focus changed a lot. When I met him, he was under the control of the Department of Corrections. And I had no clue what, you know, the criminal life and the, the prison life and any of that was. And just something in him made me go, you know, maybe I am worth something more. Oh. Like he he pushed me. He pushed me, even though he was part of that 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 criminal that criminal criminal justice system, he pushed me to find something better in life. And I was taking our uh, now she's six, our three-year-old daughter to school. And adult education was, for ISU, was up in her preschool handing out pamphlets on START. And I brought it home and I showed it to him and he goes, and what are you waiting for? <laughs> Go do it. And I'm like, are you crazy? I'm a mom of four. Like, how am I going to, I'm holding down a house. I'm a mom of four, I'm homeschooling. Um, all four of my kids also have special needs. So I'm like, how am I going to know? See, I can't do myself like that's not. And he goes, you're going to go or I'm going to call for you. 
And I went and did all of that. I went through the program. Um, I watched Dave's podcast, the, the series two of this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where, and he was in my cohort. He is one of my best friends ever. The ones that call him Uncle Dave are my kids. Oh, wow. They absolutely wow. love him to death. And I met Sharice and I met, and it was just, it was a fire. Like something lit a fire underneath me in that program. And now I am double majoring in crimin uh, criminology and psychology with a minor in political science. Oh my goodness. I'm on the Dean's list. Wow. Uh, I have a 3.97 grade point <laughs> average. <laughs> right. I graduated high school 20 years ago. So 21 years ago. So for somebody who's got adult children you know i got the letter for the dean's list and i went oh look i made the dean's list and i laid it down and went back to doing homework like it was no deal. <laughs> my husband goes you made the what i go i'm on the dean's list he goes um isn't that a big thing that we should celebrate <laughs> i was like i suppose yeah. i sent it to sharice and she goes well look at you and i was like i mean it wasn't because I'm still working on that mindset where I'm okay to celebrate myself that I was just kind of like, oh, look, I made, I, I did something special. Time to move on. I've got to keep going. I've got to do better. And, you know, I've got a kid graduating next week who she's like, oh, mom, it's the Dean's list. And you've been doing my school with me and you're doing homework with the other three kids. Like that's a big deal. It and I'm like, a big deal. okay. Yeah. That's a gigantic accomplishment. So I never in, made the Dean's list. No, no. <laughs> I made the Dean's list for a lot of other issues and it was never the Dean's list. I was the personal you know, meetings with the Dean. <laughs> You're right. Oh, I, I spent a lot of time in his office. Um, yes. Yeah. No, but you know, Diamond, you, a comment you said um, was a really powerful comment. Um, it was a description. It was how you described your, your, your mentality at the time that said, um, you know, I wasn't worth an education. Um, and you, you shared a little bit about, you know, obviously, um, you know, when you, you married your current, your husband and, and there was something about that relationship, something about him uh, working through whatever I'm assuming, you know, he had to work through that began to kind of ignite a little spark in you that, that began to change that attitude. Do you mind if I just ask, uh, can you kind of pinpoint exactly all this? I mean, you brought home that flyer, but in a way you brought it home for a reason right you just didn't throw it in the garbage you said no i'm not interested well can you kind of talk a little bit about what 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 was going on in your mindset that says you know maybe i am going to take this flyer and and maybe i will look at this at a later date or you know at a time um a lot of it started after him and i had started dating he was actually sent back to prison for dating me without permission. Right. Yeah, so, that's the thing. Yeah. And I was just baffled. And then I started watching how they they're dehumanized and how, you know, they just become a number once they've gotten into the system. And I started fighting back. And I started pushing buttons and I started writing my legislators and the department of corrections themselves and nobody was listening 
And it had gotten to the point where I was talking to another lady that I run a support group for families affected by incarceration, Mm -hmm. where I was like, what can we do to finally get somebody to listen to us? And she goes, the only ones that are listening to are the ones with degrees. And I went, well, how am I going to do that? I got four kids like, okay, how are we going to do this? And when I got the flyer, my initial thought was to put him back in school. Oh, I get it. I see. Because, you know, he's, he'd been in the system 20 years. And so he definitely has a lot more issues with seeing his value than I've had. Sure. I'm like, he's so smart. I was like, let's send you back to college. And he's like, yeah, I work full time to support this family. That's not happening. He goes, but you can. And I went, we're not talking about me. We're not focusing on me. Like we don't focus on diamond. We walk away. And it was a lot of him going, you know what? You're sitting here doing it anyway. Get a hold of her, get a hold of the program. And I was like, okay, fine. I will just go do it. I will prove you guys that this can't be done and the house will catch on fire the minute I walk out of it. (laughs) (laughs) And that first day of school, I actually turned around. I lived like five miles from ISU and I turned around like four or five times and headed back home. Like I wasn't (laughs) doing this. And I finally made it to that class and I'm like, I felt so out of place. Like David said, Sharice was like, look around, this will end up being your family. And I was like, once they find out who I am and, you know, that my husband's been to prison and nobody's going to want me, like, I'll just be in my corner. I'll be fine. And that is the furthest thing from the truth. Yeah. Yeah, I have met some of the most amazing people through the start program and then i became a mentor and i've done that what now two semesters sharice and it's just they're not even mentees they're they're my friends they become my family i took this semester i had three of them in classes with me we signed up for classes together so i could help them through their first semester i've got the two girls that I um, mentored this last semester, we were just texting this afternoon. Like I'm making sure all their stuff's still done. Like they're on track to start next semester. It becomes a huge family. Mm-hmm. Excellent, excellent. I, I have, I'm kind of interested though in, in one aspect of your story. Um, I mean, you, you, you have four children, is that correct? I have five, five total, five. four living at home. Okay. And you homeschooled them, right? Uh, my oldest one, my now 18-year-old. She's okay. been homeschooled for nine years. So you were busy teaching your oldest, but for some reason, and, and the thing is, and being a mom and raising a household, I'm just a little shocked that you didn't think you had the worth or the value to go to school when actually to me, that's like, you're taking on the largest responsibility anyone can in, you know, being a mom, investing in your family, and taking the time to teach your children or teach your child. Um, I I, just see, I, I, you know, I look at it and go, you know, my my mother had abuse issues 
Um, and I see a lot of what you said in her as well. Um, and I'm just shocked because the accomplishments that you do on a daily basis, um, it, you know, I'm surprised you don't, didn't see the value in what you were doing. I think a lot for me is it was ingrained in my head. That's what moms do. Like moms go thankless. It's a thankless job. And there's nights where I've gone to bed crying because not one of them wanted to listen to me that day. And <laughs> windows got broken. And that would be my six-year-old. She breaks windows. <laughs> you know, but it's it's a mom thing where we get in that mindset. It's my job. Like I'm not expecting any kind of award for being a mom I chose that path in life and going to college was a whole different that's a whole different monster I'm accountable for myself not tiny little gremlins that never let me sleep you know it's it's an accomplishment there where if I don't know I I don't know how to explain it it's it's a whole different yeah you know, oh, it's a, it's a mind shift, right? You kind of yeah. had to, it's a paradigm. You had to look at things a little differently to, to, to see your, not only, you know, your role in that, but also your worth and, and beginning to understand your self-worth. You know, uh, Sharice, I guess uh, this question might, is kind of directed more on your side. What is it about the START program do you think that allows students? I mean, what a great testimony that Diamond just shared, right? about family, about finding connection, about an initial experience of like, oh, wait till these people learn the real diamond, then, you know, we'll see whose family then, right, you know? So what is it do you think about the START program that really allows that kind of relationship and support to take place? It's um, a good question. There's, I think there's a level of caring that's been referred to by ISU folks that have come to pre present. They've said things like, look, Heart, or starts like warm, the warm, fuzzy, you know, place where they care about you and they know when you're there, when you're not, and they're really invested in your success. Once you get into college, it's not going to be that same experience. So don't expect it, but be, be thankful for it. Mm. So I think there's a level of caring among our staff that really sets the, the environment for them when they get here. But then inevitably every semester, there's a magic that happens that we don't orchestrate. Right it's like they see each other in themselves mm -hmm. and they share like specifically specifically in my class they share about their life story uh their midterm assignment is a shield and symbol assignment it's a very personal like presentation they give mm -hmm. and they start to identify more commonalities than differences and they start to bond and they start to uh, build each other up and they start to support each other and check in on each other and they build this sense of unity among them that we're we're not even purposely orchestrating. It just happens because they they have found a place where they can be who they are and have the same goals as the other people, and they lift each other up. And they oh, they're just the most inspiring students on the planet. Well, and and I think what's what's neat about that and is that the environment that you guys have created at Start allows that to happen. Right. Yeah, so you didn't orchestrate it. You're not necessarily intricately, you know, in, uh, involved in it, but you've created a space that gives people that opportunity. And I think that says something about Diamond and um, just about your willingness to take that risk, Diamond, and 
um, to, to, to get to know someone on that level um, because you recognize how valuable your support is to them and more important, you know, and more importantly, how valuable their support is for you. And so I, that, that, that's a neat little, there, there's something to be said about that. That doesn't happen unintentionally. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you that that doesn't happen right. by accident and it doesn't happen everywhere you go. <laughs> the other part too, is they, they have these small successes, right? They may think I'm horrible at math or they were told that they were stupid in math to be mm-hmm. frank. Right? right. And then they they get a good grade on a test or they get a hundred on, on an assignment. And all of a sudden they're like, wait a minute, I'm not that bad. So they have these small successes that really help them start to build their confidence. And then they start to stand up a little bit taller. And then they all start believing in themselves and each other together. And that happens because of the work they're doing. Yeah, And, right? that, the work they I, put in. and I was going to ask Diamond, when was that moment? When did you, when were you in school and you did something and went and and thought to yourself without and said oh my word i can do this well i was just actually going to answer after sharice asking her if she was going to if she was calling me out on you know losing my mind with math (laughs) (laughs) there was one day there was one day (laughs) um i was always the one like the first part of the semester i was the one helping everybody with their their schoolwork and helping them understand and then it got to midterms and i worked on my math midterm for like three four days and i was convinced i had the whole thing wrong like i had no clue what i was doing which this is the upper level math class too by the way we have a like an intermediate and an advanced and she's talking the advanced math that's the class she was in let me just clarify that for them (laughs) yeah it's like a college algebra and higher like they teach trig and stats and so on and so forth (laughs) and um i ended up in full i suffer from panic disorder and that threw that whole thing into a downward spiral mm-hmm. i ended up in class choking back tears like i'm trying not to tell anybody show anybody that i am losing my mind oh no and mike the the tech and research teacher the guy that helps with the computer program through start he saw my facial expressions and he's like you me counselor's off let's let's go and I saw Sharice and I saw my counselor and it was, I was done. I just started bawling, hyperventilating, like whole ugly cry. And I'm like, I'm not smart enough for this. I'm not Mm. smart enough for this. I'm, and then I called my husband and I was like, come get me. I'm done. I can't do this. And he goes, no, I'm at work. I'm not coming to get you. (laughs) But if you can see through your panic attack, you're more than welcome to drive home. He knew that that was not happening. And then I got that test back like two, three days later, and I got a hundred percent on that test. <laughs> that was it. Like that was my turning point. I'm like, yeah. okay, so maybe it's just that PTSD anxiety in my brain that made me think that I'm not as smart as I really am and that I need to get out of my own head and that's yeah. you know i pass that on to the ladies that i've mentored get out of your own head right your head is your worst enemy <laughs> that's right you know that sharice we've mentioned this on that sh- on the show a couple times before but I, it's just it's almost a personal motto for me personally is 
success breeds success, you know, um, and it doesn't mean that there won't be setbacks, but once you get that, that ball rolling, you know what I mean? Um, and, and it's so important to get that first success. And I, Diamond, that is a great story. I, first of all, I'm sorry that it had to t- take you down to that level where, you know, you just incapacitated to agree, but that is a testimony to your courage and your willingness to sit with it, right? To sit with that ugliness for a minute and then come out on the other side. So, I mean, what a great, that's a great story. So It happens once a semester. I yeah. have at least one assignment <laughs> where my, my panic disorder just flares and I'm like, can't do this anymore. And I've got, I live in a house with five other people. They're like, yeah, okay. We believe you that you can't do this. <laughs> Shut up and keep going. So, so go, to build on Jason's success breeds success, does your breeding success also increase your level of anxiety as you progress? Now you're, you're, you're looking at higher level assignments and freaking out on the higher level assignments. Oh, absolutely. Cherise actually <laughs> jokes with me. She goes, are you sure you have any time to sleep? Because I jumped straight into college with 15 credits. I've taken no less than 16 credits. I'm doing a summer course here in what, seven days. I start my first summer semester and I'm constantly like, everybody's like, what are you doing this weekend? Homework. actually the the math going back to that i've only needed one thank heavens with the you know the ology degrees you only need really one you know psychology and sociology you only need one math which is great right and as much as i dislike math when i went into my stats my freshman year that first semester um i passed that course with a 90 96 98 percent and i cried like the whole through the whole thing i cried doing the homework i can't do this i can't (laughs) do it he goes my husband's behind me going "Mm -hmm, that's why you keep doing it (laughs) obviously can can, do we have time for a quick question sure well yeah of course we do okay so diamond what's the biggest transformation you've seen in yourself Mm. from when you came to your first day of start to where you are today confidence Mm. i i know as much as i tell myself i can't do this i cannot figure this out it perseverance is another one like i will I'll take a step back and I'll be like, okay, what am I not getting about this assignment that's making it this much more difficult? And I'll text Dave or I'll text Ed, which he's another member of our cohort and another mentor. I'll text my cohort and be like, okay, I need your help. Can I email you my assignment? So that what am I missing here? And I bounce that off of them. Like I've learned to use my resources. I've learned to instead of just throwing things and lighting them on fire, I, I, I will actually just step away and let it, you know, yep. kind of fester in my brain. And I'm like, my worst is I'll lay in bed and then I'll fall asleep and I'll wake up and I'll go, oh, I understand it. Yep. Should right. I get out of bed and go do it? Or should I pray that that thought is still there when I get up in the morning? <laughs> right, right. No, that's a great, I like that confidence, right? confidence and perfect perseverance. I mean, 
um, you can't get a better testimony to the value those two things do, uh, contribute to our life. So, well, the timer did go off. Um, I don't know if anyone else heard it. I, it was kind of quiet, but Diamond, first of all, thank you for coming on the show. Um, thank you for uh, sharing your courage um, with us. Um, and it took a lot of courage just to come on and talk about the show and talk about the parts of you. And um, I, I, I just thank you. Yes, um, thank you so much it, for sharing. It, it contributed to my day. I'll tell you that. Um, I'm going to go home. I, I am home, but uh, when I turn off the computer at the end of the day, I'm going to have some thoughts to think about and challenge myself um, because I'm not sure I could sit through a math class, math class anymore. So, <laughs> Charisse, Diamond, makes you, Diamond makes you reflect and go, what's your excuse? You're right, uh, right. I, I was just thinking that same thing. Yeah. I was just thinking, oh, man. Well, yeah, checking in with yourself. You know, that was a big thing. Sharice actually made me cry in class and it wasn't un it wasn't intentional. Um, not a lot of people had known that my best friend from high school had lost an arm in a car accident. Mm. And she showed a video about a guy talking about courage and perseverance and the, right. you know, not using I can't because can is always possible. And it triggered that for me, knowing that my best friend, she lived through that accident she's now a mom of two like i don't know how she does it she's got one arm and she chases a six-year-old and has you know an eight-month-old baby and it was one of those where i'd had that mindset it wasn't we don't allow i can't in my house like my kids can't use it my i was like you got to figure it out because yeah. i can't doesn't work right and Sarah can do it and don't let Sharice tell you that, you know, this unintentional stuff that she's talking about. <laughs> yeah. um, the staff is incredibly open about their own struggles, yeah. which makes it relatable. And Sharice cries a lot, yeah. which, makes a lot. Us, which makes us all then cry and it opens up that vulnerability so yep. we can build that relationship that's right there's strength and vulnerability that's how we connect we always connect through our weaknesses uh, because that's what we all have in common so you know uh what a great what a great reminder is for me today i guess my takeaway is this is not only the confidence and the um you know perseverance but also um to the willingness to listen to other people's stories and, and, and just to take that time and, and hear um, their, their journey from where they start to where they are to where they want to be ultimately. So thank you both. Thank you both for being on thank the show. Thank you. Today. Yes, yeah. thank you. Diamond, thank you. Thank you, Sharice. Love you. And, and all success, uh, Diamond. All success. Absolutely. Thank you. Yep. So, Paul, that uh, if you, uh, Sharice, if someone is yes. out there and they want to get a hold of you and talk to you about what they need to do to, to get over that hurdle in their life and, 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 and make a difference and take control, how do they do that? They can call me at 208-282-4359, or they can email me at Brown at isu.edu that's c-h-e-r-i-s-s-e-b-r-o-w-n or you can apply for the start program at www.isu.edu forward slash start that's our web page and they can apply there once i get their application i'll call them within a couple of days 
and just give them the rundown and then have them do some um, uh, placement testing just to see where they're at in their math and English and then we see about getting them in from there. So very good. And we're taking applications for fall right now. All right. So if you um, need any more inspiration than rather than what Diamond has shared with us today, um, call Sharice because I guarantee she will inspire you. So please make that call. Check out that website um, and, and, and start this fall out with a new adventure for sure. Yep. So, Paul, if they want to get a hold of us, they can do it at 282. No, that's not the right number. 208. <laughs> 282-3382. One day you'll can, get that right. <laughs> yeah. And, or they'll check out us on the website at cetrain.isu.edu. cetrain.isu.edu. And if, yeah, get a hold of us. Thank you guys all. all. Thanks, Thank everyone. You. It's good all right. to see and, you all. And, and if you guys like this podcast or have any questions, please reach out to us um, yeah. and uh, let us know. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you. Thanks.